My name is Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist. I reversed my diagnosis of anxiety, depression, adrenal fatigue, and obesity by going beyond the food. I can tell you one thing, that willpower, discipline, and deprivation aren't the permanent solution to transforming your relationship to food. So how do you leave overeating, emotional eating, food craving, and binging behind you so you have the food freedom to achieve all of your goal and be happy now? As a top 25 alternative health podcast in the world, this is the Beyond the Food Show. Hey ladies, this is Stephanie Dodier and today's episode I almost called it the self-sabotage 101 or self-sabotage essential because I believe wholeheartedly that what you're going to learn today, that that education around self-sabotage is primarily what's going to drive you permanent result or temporary results. We cannot fix, improve heal anything in our life if we first don't understand it. Like for an example, would you allow somebody to cut you open like a surgeon if he or she had had no training or education around the anatomy of the body? What we do to ourselves trying to quote unquote fix or sabotaging behavior is exactly that. For most of us listening to this podcast, we have no clue what goes on in our mind when it comes to self-sabotage. So this is what we're going to learn today. I'm going to teach you why self-sabotage happens, how it happens, and how you can stop being a victim of it. I'm actually going to teach you how to see self-sabotage as something positive in your life. Crazy, right? But actually, once you understand it, once you go through what it is, you will be able to come back to that sentence of mine and say, yep, she was right. It actually can be something powerful, something beautiful, something that you can learn from in your journey of moving forward. So it's all good news. This episode is a segment, a portion of the introductory class of the Beyond the Food Academy Stop Self-Sabotage Masterclass. So right now, when you are going to be listening to that, we are just finishing or about to finish week one of the Self-Sabotage Masterclass Winter 2018. We are empowering women through this education platform that is the Beyond the Food Academy and the Stop Self-Sabotage Masterclass to change their perception on self-sabotage by teaching them first how to understand it. And that's what I'm going to extract from that class today and share with you. The Beyond the Food Academy is a virtual platform that is designed to help women transform their relationship to food. And this particular class is about stopping our self-sabotaging behavior. But oh my God, it's a 12-week class that goes so much deeper than just stopping our self-sabotage, but 
You can't understand that until you actually have understood what self-sabotage is. And that's what I'm going to give you today. We're going to get started. So let me give you a little bit of background first as to why we care about self-sabotage here on this platform, on the Beyond the Food show. It's because 91% of us women are unhappy with our body and resort to dieting. That's a stat that's been floating around for the last 10 years. And it's the same result all the time. Nine out of 10 women are not happy with their body and the solution is dieting. But the caveat is 95% of dieters regain all of their weight loss within one to five years. I'm one of those, multiple time in my life. Why? Because we go about it the wrong way. I myself, my first diet was at the age of 14 when I got dropped off at Weight Watcher. And at that time, I was probably 170 pounds when I should have been probably anywhere around 120. But I was told that I was the problem. And I was told that The only reason why I was overweight was because I lacked willpower and discipline and I couldn't trust my hunger. So I had to shut down my hunger and use my willpower and discipline and then follow those sets of rules and I was going to lose weight. And it did work, but I regained it all. Why? Because I self-sabotaged myself. Because I was only trying to fix outside of me with an outside solution. I wasn't trying to understand why I was eating, what I was seeking into that. I was just trying to put a Band-Aid on it. And when we were a victim at that point, I was a victim of self-sabotage. We drawn in our sorrow thinking we are the victim of this evil stranger thing, faking control of our life. We blame it. We curse it. But all along this time, it's us. It's our subconscious mind that creates the behavior of self-sabotage. We self-sabotage ourselves because we perceive a threat in our mind. We scan the environment, we see a threat, our survival brain engaged and says, oh my God, we are at risk here. So we need to save ourselves and we need to self-sabotage. That's basically what self-sabotage is. Now, I'm not going to leave you there. We're going to dig further. We're going to take a quick break from our chat to give a shout out to our show sponsor, Health IQ. And I am so excited to be partnering with them and bringing you forward an innovative insurance company for the American listener. Health IQ helps health-conscious people like yogis, runners, cyclists, weightlifters to get lower rate on their life insurance. Just like you save money on your car insurance for being a good driver, Health IQ saves you money on life insurance for living a health-conscious lifestyle. Isn't it time that we get rewarded for our good health choices? Now, how do you get started? Very simply by qualifying through the Health IQ quizzes And also, listen to this, if you submit actual training data through the various apps available, you can save additional dollars. 
To get started now, simply go to stephaniedodier.com forward slash health IQ and take the test to see if you qualify. And when you get to speak to an agent, mention the code beyond the food to support the show. So get started now on saving money on your life insurance. Now a shout out to our other show sponsor, Muse. And I'm very grateful to team up with Muse to bring you the first tool in the world to help you learn to meditate at home. Muse is a wearable brain sensing headband that measure our brainwave and sends the feedback to an app on our personal device. I love my Muse because it transformed my meditation practice. I wear it daily for my 10 minute session in the morning and it coaches me through my practice by giving me real time feedback on what's happening in my brain and helping me refocus during my meditation. I love this partnership with Muse because it brings the tool to the first timer and it helps expand the practice of the more advanced meditator. So it's time for you to get your Muse on and learn to calm your mind through meditation. And here's the thing, as a listener of the Going to Beyond the Food show, you get 15% off of the purchase of your Muse. To take advantage of this offer, simply go to stephaniedodier.com forward slash muse. And again, the URL is stephaniedodier.com forward slash muse and register through this URL to get 15% off. So join me in my 10 minutes meditation practice every morning and get our muse on and go beyond the food together. So before we dig into how self-sabotage is actually protecting us, I want to step back for a bit and look at the definition of self-sabotage from a dictionary. So self-sabotage defines itself as deliberately destroy, damage, or obstruct, especially from a political or military advantage. Behavior is said to be self-sabotaging when it creates a problem and interfere with long-standing goal. So we have a goal, we want to go somewhere, achieve something, and then we create some type of interference in our path to that goal. Now, what you have to understand is the whole theory of comfort zone and uncomfortable zone. So I want you to picture a shooting target that you could use for gun shooting or arrow shooting. You know, you have that little circle in the middle and around it, you've got a bigger circle and a bigger circle and a bigger circle. I want you to focus in the middle small circle and the larger one around it. That little middle circle there is your comfort zone. That's where things are easy. There's no stress. That's where your routine is. That's where you can go on what we call cruise control. Life is good. You're not stressed. Things come to you easily. And then the bigger circle around it is what we call the uncomfortable zone. That's where, when you're there, you feel stress. You are faced with risk. You feel fear. But... That's where growth 
reside. So when you set yourself on a mission to achieve a goal, it means you're going to grow, you're going to change, you're going to transform, you're going to evolve. You are having to push yourself in that uncomfortable zone. There is never, ever going to be any transformation, growth, change in your comfort zone. You have to stretch, learn, be something new to transform, change, and achieve your goal. Goals, if your goal is within your comfort zone, that's not a goal because it's not challenging you. So when you're on the journey of achieving something that is different than when you are today, you automatically have to step out of your comfort zone and go in the uncomfortable zone and you will start feeling stress and fear, but there will be growth. That's when self-sabotage kicks in. This is your subconscious mind and your survival brain. So for those who don't know yet, we have two parts to our mind. We have our conscious mind, which is about 10% of our mind. That's where we plan things, we make decisions, we set goals. That's the prefrontal cortex part of our brain. And then the subconscious mind, which is 90% of your brain, is where things happen on the cruise control. Your heartbeat, your breath, where your beliefs are and where self-sabotage is and where that protection mechanism happens. So you are in that comfort zone. You set yourself a goal to go outside that comfort zone. And then your brain perceives the risk. The fear kicks in. It sees change. It sees new behavior. It sees new routine, new exercise, new food. And the brain is like, oh my God, this is not cruise control. This is not something I know. This is not something I'm comfortable with. This is not something I can run on the autopilot. So we're feeling fear. And right now I need to protect because there is danger. There's a potential danger to the evolution of this human being because there's risk. So we're going to kick in the mechanism of self-protection that is called self-sabotage. Best way to make sure you stay within your comfort zone is by having self-sabotaging behavior that brings you back to your comfort zone. Our brain believes that gains are greater by staying put in the comfort zone than going to where risk is in the uncomfortable growth zone. So when we go about changing our body or changing our relationship to food, we must go to the uncomfortable zone. Therefore, self-sabotage is bound to happen at some point. To resolve or heal anything, we must first be aware of it. Otherwise, we are a victim of it. So if you've ever felt that you were the victim of self-sabotage, you likely were because you didn't know what I just taught you, right? The whole zone, the matrix of knowledge, right? You don't know what you don't know. There's about 60% of the knowledge on this planet Earth that you don't know you don't know. And likely, because what is self-sabotage and how it works was never explained to you, you didn't know what you didn't know. Now that you know, you are empowered 
to face your self-sabotaging behavior and say, hey, hey, you're playing a trick on me right now. I know what's going on. I'm about to grow. I'm about to change. I'm about to transform. And you're just kicking in those self-sabotaging behavior, but I'm not going to take part into it. But you need to first be aware. That's what we're doing right now. I'm teaching you those skills so you know. Here's a couple of examples of self-sabotaging behavior, particularly in the field of weight, food, transformation of relationship to food, binge eating, overeating, and all that stuff, okay? Perfection. Perfection, the all or nothing attitude that prevents you from taking action, the waiting for the right time and things to be perfect, that is a self-sabotaging behavior. And based on my work with thousands of women, this is one of the primary self-sabotaging behavior for women. The second one, procrastination. When you procrastinate and wait for something at the right time or the right fit or the right fill in the blank, you wait because it's just not the right timing. Another major common one. Another one, expecting the worst. Some people, that's their number one. Like they will be able to tell me the hundred reason why Things are not going to work out because they're just not good enough. Another one, creating conflicts. Creating conflicts with relationship, blowing little things to big catastrophic issues so you can get yourself out of actually taking action to jump into your uncomfortable zone so you can grow. Addiction of any kind. Addiction to drugs, to food, to feelings. Because when we're in that addiction pattern, for some women, it's shopping, right? When we are there, we're not taking action. We're in that shame and guilt cycle and we're stuck there. And it's the same reason why emotional eating, binge eating and craving is a self-sabotaging behavior. It's trying to prevent you from growing. Your emotion are driving this mystery hunger that leads you to food because it knows when you're eating, A, you feel better, and then two, you're staying within that comfort zone of yours. So my biggest takeaway for you today, if you understand everything that I just taught you, you are 75% there because you can only change what you know and what you accept about yourself. So if you now understand and know self-sabotage, you need to accept that these behaviors are showing up to protect you. There's nothing broken around you. There's nothing damaged. You're not an exception to the rule as to why this is happening because there's something wrong with you. It is human behavior. Self-sabotage happened to protect you. So you need to understand and you need to accept it. So here's an assignment for you so you can identify your own self-sabotaging behavior so you can be aware of how it shows up in your life. So when it does, you can recognize it and use self-compassion. So we had a prior podcast about self-compassion. 
If you haven't listened to that, I would refer you to the Beyond the Food Show, episode 119. If you're not sure what self-compassion is, go there, listen to it. If not, after you've done the assignment and you've discovered your own self-sabotaging behavior, use your skill set of self-compassion to suit yourself from those behavior and be friend with them. So they no longer, you're no longer, sorry, a victim of it. So here's your assignment. I want you to step in into the role of an observer. Think of you as being your best friend, okay? You can take a piece of paper, your journal, and a pen, and you are going to write you, from the perspective of your best friend, a letter. And in that letter, you will tell you, from the perspective of your best friend, what you are seeing as the self-sabotaging behavior that are showing up in you, the best friend's life. Remember to use compassion and no judgment because your best friend would never be mean to you and she would never judge you. So when you write that letter to you from that third party, from your best friend's perspective, be loving as she would be to you. That will allow you to uncover, with love, your own self-sabotaging behavior. So there you have it. This is self-sabotage being broken down to its essential so you can be empowered into loving every part of your self-sabotaging behavior and know when they show up, it's because you're about to grow. When fear comes and hang around you, it's because you're about to step into something completely new. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am grateful that you were here with me. Remember to share this episode and impact another woman life that would need to know this information. I know you know one. So please share this episode. Leave me a review, subscribe to the show. Reviews are my fuel because I hear from you, so I would really appreciate it. Got some great show coming up, so stay tuned, subscribe to the show. I love you, and I look forward to hang out with you in the next episode. Did you know that 9 out of 10 women are struggling with their relationship to food? Overeating, emotional eating, binging, and craving are real. Clearly, the solution we have been thought aren't working. I believe to have food freedom, it means that we must learn to have a relationship with our hunger so we can finally be at peace with food and eat normally without guilt or shame, which is why I wrote the Crave Cure Guide. I want to show you how to have a completely different relationship with food so that you can be in control of what you eat, achieve your goal, and be the powerful woman you were meant to be. The best part is this book and the step-by-step process is absolutely free. To receive your free copy, simply go to stephaniedodzie.com forward slash guide and we can get started right now.